Hello and welcome back to the Checkpoint Reach podcast. I'm your host Luke Eldon and as ever I'm joined by my fellow gamers and friends Sudden Perks. How are you doing guys? Hello Luke. Hey there. How are you doing? Hey, uh, well we're here today aren't we for the uh, Gears 5 review. One that we've been looking forward to because we've been playing it now for, well, me and you Perks what, last Tuesday. Yeah, you've been playing yeah. it a bit longer haven't I've you? I've been so? a bit longer yeah. yeah. You we've had all had a good Friday. few days. Yeah, yeah, we've had enough time with it and uh, yeah we're it's safe to say we're Gears fans of the well, you know, from what Gears won. We're geared up and ready to go. Oh, the puns one. have already started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta get them in. The yeah. only way is up. Yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, we've been a f- we've been fans since the uh, the very first instalment in the franchise. So we're always happy to give it a go. Um, we should say, I believe we're all in, a- in agreement here that we didn't really like Gears Four. Uh. Well, I, maybe I not. Say like, it's just no, a I, bit average for me. I liked it, but it was definitely it was a sidestep from Gears Three. It wasn't a, an upward step, I would say. Yeah, you know, it wasn't an improvement on Gears Three. I'd just say it was more of a sidestep. So, from a from a story perspective, it wasn't great. Yeah. Let's be no. fair; it was probably the worst they've done mm-hmm. by by a bit of a distance. In my opinion, the PvP was still good. PvP was but... yeah. That was good. Narratively, yeah, it was it was a pretty average. The game. PvP and Horde, I think a lot of people like, especially the Horde, a lot of people like that. Um, yeah, as grindy as it was and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the campaign it the campaign grew on me as it went along. I hated the first couple of acts, but it definitely got better towards the end. It's the first campaign overall, I yeah. didn't complete in Gears. Yeah, I'm it, sad to say. It speaks really, volumes. It, it had a really bad start of the campaign, didn't it? And it, it improved a little bit towards the end, but well, I got really unlucky. Problem. I had the bad start that I, I'm with you. I wasn't too keen on and then um me and my friend that were playing uh we got caught in a glitch so yeah that was never pretty good. much why i never completed it and then it went to like 100 gig to install and uh i've still got the og xbox one and i do not have that sort of space if i want more well, than uh, two games well talking of glitch that, uh, we'll come on to them in a few minutes yeah we will because <laughs> that's very true gears 5 does have a Few, yeah. few issues in, in that uh, department. Me and Perks mm. have completed the campaign. We played together, didn't we, Perks? We completed that yesterday, being yesterday, being yep. Thursday. And um, Sud, so you're what Act over three. halfway through? Yeah, Act yeah, three. I'd say about probably two thirds through, maybe. Yeah, so slow ass progress. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get there in the end. Yeah, you're getting there. That's what my, that's what counts. We uh, <laughs> we enjoyed it though, didn't we, Perks? Um, and uh, I actually think it's one of the... It's actually a really good story this time round. I'm a lot happier with this time round in terms of the story and the direction it goes in. I think perhaps Gears 4 was the necessary evil to, to set you up for this one. Mm-hmm. And with it being the middle part in the in the saga, in the trilogy, it, it kind of had to be a strong bridge after the beginning. You, you might forgive it if Gears for gears five and gears six are really powerful so um yeah from from a non-spoiler you know being really generic here it's a lot better than gears four and the what actually happens within is is a lot more powerful and means a lot more than than the story of gears four in my opinion yeah it's definitely set it up nicely for gears six uh we i should have emphasized actually yeah this is going to be a non-spoiler review of the campaign 
Gazud, like we mentioned, hasn't completed it. Yeah. So I'm sure many people out there listening to this probably haven't either. So it's probably best true to remain uh especially at this stage, you know, if it would have been a review after a couple of months, maybe we could have done a spoiler cast, but I think at this stage it's best to leave it as a as a spoiler free one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I agree with you guys. Obviously I haven't finished it yet, but so far from what I've played, I've been impressed with the story elements in the game. Uh, it seems like they've doubled down on that from Gears 4. It seems like they've definitely put more of a focus on the story, on the characters especially and their struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's worked because especially, you know, with the environment you're in in Gears, it's a hostile environment anyway, isn't it? With the, you know, everything going on with the weather and with the swarm and things like that. So yeah. it's good that they've put Chaos. a focus on the, the, you know, the struggle. Oh, it is a struggle, you know, to survive and you know, gather resources and blah blah blah. So, what do you guys think of Kate? Do you prefer her being the uh, main protagonist? Basically, I do personally. I know maybe Perks and Gears Four wasn't as convinced by Kate as I was, but I think it's right that she is the main character, especially in this one. Mm-hmm. I would say. Well, I I must admit I liked her in this one. I yeah. thought she was a good protagonist. What about you, Perks? Yeah, to play with her said... more than I did. <laughs> we we said last week, didn't we? I mean, JD was just bland and boring and there wasn't much to him so i was quite pleased to see the change although i didn't particularly love kate in gears 4 i think her character has come a long way based on on what we've seen now in gears 5 and she's a lot more enjoyable this time around than than before i felt like gears 4 was it kind of felt a little bit sjw like to to pigeonhole her in in the form that she was in that game and Gears 5 completely destroys that and you can take her exactly as she is and it's it, it's a much better portrayal of her character and why her story is so important. Do you mm. think uh, do you think they always had the intention of switching to Kate in the middle act or do you think that JD's reception was a bit meh so they thought oh let, let's make the switch after uh, Gears 4? I think it's a little bit of both. I think maybe they were going to go with her anyway but that I think they doubled down even more on her because mm. of the reactions to JD. Like maybe, I'm trying to think, maybe they were going to maybe alternate. Yeah. Which they kind of do anyway, because yeah, like, it kind of alternates a little bit, doesn't it? But A little bit. Without giving start. anything away, really. But yeah. Um, but I think they've definitely emphasised her more because of the reactions to JD. Like, if you remember rightly, people just didn't warm to JD, did they at all? But I don't, I don't think people even hated him. I think people just didn't warn to him. I think they just Literally, thought, yeah, this guy's generic and boring. The best description really... I have for him is meh. He, he, was, yeah. he was just meh. Yeah. You don't love Marcus him was too hard an act to follow, though, for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that it, was, a good point. it was just never going to happen. Even if you didn't particularly love Marcus, you knew Gears of War equals oh, Marcus. Marcus is great as well. <laughs> How can you not love Marcus? Yeah, Marcus is. I mean, that voice, you know, John DiMaggio, just an amazing voice. An amazing voice actor. Um, you know, obviously does uh, Bender as well in Future Armor, so people will know him. Yeah, from when there, you but... told me that, I was yeah, it's mad surprised. Yeah, I didn't it's, even know. It's mad. It's so mental. Doesn't really sound anything like nothing. Um, nothing like Marcus it. really, but he is great, as uh, Marcus. Yeah, I think as well. I would say though, in Gears Five, I think I, I do think one the thing they've done really well is I think they've been actually they have given a little bit of character to JD. Actually, I think a little bit in this one. I think he is better than Gears Four. I don't know about you, if you guys thought that. He's significantly better than Gears yeah, 4 because he, he actually has relevant has moments within the yeah. story and the campaign. And yeah. him as a character, he evolves quite drastically as it goes on. Yeah, his arc is much better, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know what? He's probably helped by the fact that he's n- not the, 
the straight yeah, up the, lead in yeah. this one. And okay. yeah, the, the arc, like Alden just said, it, it suits him and it suits the game. It fits really well. And whether or not they were intending to go down this route from Gears 4 onwards or whether they've changed based on the reception that JD himself got, it's it's worked out for the best, that's for sure. I even think, you know, guys, as well, I think uh, even Dell has been improved upon. Like I, Again, I was a bit lukewarm on Dell from um, Gears 4, but I think even he, he is... You know, you start to get more of what he's about and the sort of character he is in this one a bit more. I played as Dell, and yeah, I definitely warmed to him. I did like him. Yeah. I, again, I was with you. Gears 4, again, meh. I just, yeah, I didn't really connect all with any of the All three of them, man. They were all the same in Gears 4. Yeah. Like, Kate was the generic badass girl that seemed to be in every game, film, series at the time. JD was just the, the tough guy. Not much to him. BJ Blazkowicz wannabe. Yeah, <laughs> and Dell was just That's a good yeah, it's just just a supporting character. None of them really had anything. Whereas yeah. now we're a few years on, and they have genuinely put a lot of work into making people be able to relate to them. So I'm I'm really yeah, happy with what they've done with all three of them. Yeah, yeah, they just got a lot more personality, haven't they? So. Yeah, they really do. Um, and I want to ask as well about the new character Faz, voiced by uh, Raul Colley. He uh, he makes his debut in this in this franchise. What did you guys make of Faz? I'll let you go first. <laughs> I've seen more of him. It's uh, it's interesting. He's, he's definitely someone that suits Gears, the way mm. that his character acts and talks and interacts with the rest. So, God, his voice I stands didn't... out, doesn't it, Perks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that really distinctive. Accent. But you know what, though? That's that's what Gears 4 was missing. Like, Faz is a new character, and straight away, he fits. You don't have to wait three years for the next game to think, yeah, actually, he's not too bad. I, I really liked him. Initially, I didn't like his character in terms of I didn't really care if he lived or died or anything like that. But mm. he definitely fits the universe. He fits the scene that you're in. And by the end, I, yeah, high scores for me, they did a great job with him. Mm -hmm. How about you, Sud? Yeah, I liked I, I agree with Perth on that. I, I actually, I think when I first saw him, I was a bit like, hmm, not sure. But then I think as you progress, he definitely grows on you. I think, uh, yeah, I like the fact that he's British as well. Like, it just adds something different, doesn't it? It does. Because it's, 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 it's not generic, which no, it's you exactly. know, spices the rest of the, the cast series. Are, you know, have American voices and stuff like that. So the fact that he's sort of, I guess in this world, he'd be considered more of an outsider because of his, I don't know, maybe because of the accent thing and stuff like that. So yeah. I kind of like that uh, idea that... You know, he's more of a on the outside looking in sort of character. See, this is going to be a full house because I really liked him too. Um, yeah, I I really liked his character, his arc as well. He had a bit of an arc that was good. Uh, he has a lot of quotable, you know, lines as well. Yeah, does, I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head, but I just remember when I was, you know, when we were playing the campaign perks, and I just repeated what he said. It yeah, just made same. me laugh. I, it just it just works. I just remember his swearing because <laughs> it's British swearing, isn't it? So it's like it's more. You remember it more because it's, it's said not done in a typical way. way, though. It's not a stereotype. No. Like he, it pulls it off. Well, maybe it is a stereotype, yeah, but it's not done in a stereotypical way. Is probably no. a better way of putting it. It's, it, it hits the mark. Yeah. It doesn't. It's feel in a realistic cheap. way, isn't it? Almost. It's like that is how British people swear. Almost. It's because usually with these games, when you find British characters, they swear, and it's like so offbeat, and it doesn't feel right. And mm. but with this one, I think he felt definitely felt onbeat. So. Yeah, I think he's a good character overall. Yeah, completely agree. Now, let's talk about the next part I wanted to talk about because I don't think we're all. Good. I don't think this one will be a full house. But 
in the campaign there are open world aspects now introduced for the first time in the Gears in the Gears franchise. What are our thoughts on that? Because I, I feel like we're going to disagree here. Yeah, do you want me to start the yeah. more positive one about this? So, we we'll <laughs> yeah, we definitely have different. We'll start with the positive and go to the negative. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I actually don't mind. Them. I'm not going to go as far to say as I love them because I think that would be false. Because there's definitely some problems with it, but I don't mind the fact that they've tried something different and put them in. I think you can always experiment with. You know, it's always good to experiment, especially with with a middle game in the franchise. Because obviously, you know, being a trilogy. The middle game is usually the one where you see the most experimentation, isn't it? So, mm. I kind of like the fact that they've that they've done it. Um, it. Yeah, it can be a little bit bland sometimes. Like I think that I actually think the open area is a little bit too too big. I know that might sound ridiculous because Gears is a corridor shooter, so a lot of people want it to be more open. But I think they're a little bit too open. I think they could have been dialed down a little bit more. It feels quite um, empty on the. Uh, it feels empty, yeah. Part, yeah. But I don't think it'd be as much of a problem if you reduce that size by a half. Say, if you reduced sort of uh, the map, their maps by half, I think it'd feel more compact and be more stuff in it to do. Um, yeah, I would have also liked. I don't know if you guys thought this. I would have also liked more enemies to be just around the map. You know, rather than just sort of. Yeah, oh yeah, you don't bump away. into any, do you? Unless no, you, you don't actually really bump start into a any. side or. A Unless you go there. into the side mission, you know, I'd love to have seen. I don't know, some random swarm enemies, you know, in a part of the map or, you know, a really big horde or something like that. Because I think that's more realistic. That contributes to the emptiness, though, doesn't it? I mean, let's be fair, you've got a vast space, whether it's ice or sand. You've got some buildings, a couple of structures, Mm. but there's no anything. There's no No. hordes, there's no enemies, there's no dead things out in the open. There's just... There's the things that are important and everything else just isn't there. Yeah. So, now, empty. I, I know you guys didn't really do the side missions, did you? So you guess you can't really talk too much about them, but I actually didn't mind the side missions. I thought they were a nice little distraction. So far, anyway, from what I've played, maybe I'll get sick of them the further I go in, but so far from what I've played, I kind of like them because you can, you know, you find different types of enemies, you find different weapons. Do any There's, expand uh, like the backstory? Not really. No, no, no. There's nothing really expanded right, on okay. the story. It's just more... Characters obviously have dialogue when they come to certain parts. They'll say, like, oh, look at this, or look at this enemy, or, you know. Yeah. There's also, I don't know if you guys encountered them, but there's, like, relic weapons in the game as well, which a lot of them are found in the side missions. We so you'll get a weapon. <laughs> you'll <laughs> get, like, a sniper, for example, and one of the perks of it is a relic weapon will be that you can fire two shots instead of one with an active. Does mm. that make sense? So it's quite good. It's quite handy. Decent I imagine perks. on insane, on the insane difficulty, I think you might even need to explore a bit more, to be honest, to find weapon caches and stuff like that. But um, yeah, there's some tough enemies as well. Some, you know, sometimes you get sort of the, the tougher enemies in the side missions. You may get two at once or stuff like that. So they can be a bit tricky, but I like them. I thought they were cool. Um, yeah. Although again, I think they probably are going to get repetitive because a lot of them are quite samey. The objects you have to do, you have to capture something or that doesn't really find this or find me. that. Yeah. Oh wow, that actually just reminds so. me of something that's gonna uh, just quickly before me and Perk yep. talk about the open world. How much did we hate having to open doors together? Oh my god, oh, that was annoying. <laughs> the yeah, most that's even annoying for me. Invasive, <laughs> intrusive crap. Doors. Yeah. 
Oh, give Can me I just say there's too this. many doors in there general? Is. There's too many doors in the game. There's far too many doors. There should be half the amount of doors there is. But it's like, can you help me with this wooden door? Both you open it, and then later in the game, like mm. Kate's kicking open an iron I... gate on her own. <laughs> like, I do yeah. wonder though. Again, are these secret little tiny loading screens? Yeah, probably. You know that it hides them, doesn't it? Even if it's just a two or three second loading screen, it does hide them. Yeah, I think we're a third of the way through, roughly, in our playthrough, Elden, and we had this door that we pulled open to go out of the sand and into this facility and we moved forward for no more than 10 seconds and we had to do the exact (laughs) same thing again to get out of the facility into more sand yeah and we were already frustrated by this point it's probably my biggest pet peeve in the whole campaign to be honest and it's nothing even to do with the story it's just the the frustrating barriers that they put up to to get from one place to the next yeah and i had had it by that point it was just that, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. We'd already that... done about 50 of them. It, it was a joke. And uh, Jack, we should mention Jack, your companion, because how many times do you have to send him to do something? And the amount of times you think, I, I mean, okay, I say amount of times. This only happens about two or three times to me. But I was like, oh, are we is the game glitched? Are we stuck? Because mm. you, you can see where you need to send Jack, but it's actually a vent on the right or something that he yeah. has to go through to get there. It's like, what? Can I just say, I found that, I found that, you know, I'm I'm being picky now, but I find that one of the areas that I'm I wasn't very happy with that so far in the game. There's too many times for me where you stood around for five minutes going, "Well, what do we do?" And yeah. you do figure it out eventually. It's not like impossible, but it's just it breaks the immersion a little bit for me. It does break the immersion it's when funny. you stood I around said that for five about minutes. 10 times. <laughs> yeah, you stood around for five ten minutes, sort of. What do we do? And then yeah. it's something so obvious that you are having, or it's something ridiculous like, "Well, I wouldn't have done that normally." Yeah. So. I that mean, annoyed me. Like you said, we, we are nitpicking because we yeah, do enjoy the game, yeah. but they are there are moments it's to improve upon, isn't it? Yeah, so, it is exactly. Me, so. um, but mm, yeah, yeah, I want to just quickly take it back, Perks. Get your opinion on the open world because I believe me and you we said we said a bit of vast emptiness, but I think we'd have preferred, wouldn't we, the old style gears? I don't mind them trying to innovate, you know, and and make improvements, but for me, I just I think I still prefer the linear corridor shooter. Yeah, well, the very first thing I said when when we moved into that space was basically, "Oh my God, what's this? Just <laughs> give me corridors. Like I don't need the skills. It's not why I play." And it's important, I think, to to supplement what we're saying here with when I play Mass Effect, I will explore every planet, mm. every nook and cranny, every facility, even if it's not even a side quest. I'll just go and look because why not? They're actually interesting. When As I well, play Fallout, I will look for every single vault. I'll mm. try and collect 10,000 Nuka-Cola bottles from various places. I will always do everything that is to do in an open world game. Hands down, without question. Yeah, you are the I got this. type of player. We, we got to the snow area, which is the first open world zone, without saying too much more. And I was just like, man, do you want to just not do any of this and continue <laughs> with the main story? It it just had no appeal to me. I, yeah. I know collectibles will be there, and there'll be subtle things that that go alongside characters and, and make you find out a bit more about heritages or some backstories like even if it's just in relics and consumables fine i had no interest in it and that's coming from someone who does everything in an open world game mm. spends hundreds of hours exploring and in this i was like no what's the story i want to get it done we didn't actually do one Nope, side quest <laughs> and that, that you know it probably sounds quite poor on us it reflects badly you're going to talk about it but not have actually done it but i think that 
that kind of just speaks volumes for, Didn't for what it in. is. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've done, you know, probably six or seven side missions, maybe eight. There's not that many anyway. There's not like there's tons. There's about yeah. three or four or five maybe per open area. But, you know, I don't think you're missing out. I don't think you've missed out by not doing them. That, that's what I'd say. As, as, good, as enjoyable as I've found some of them and not others, I, I don't think you've missed out by doing, See, not doing them. So. I would have liked some of the side missions to have like, nice little tidbits or you know, something yeah. that backs up the lore or you learn little things. It's like, oh, right, that's that kind of been cool. Nice. But like I just asked you, you said there wasn't any. It didn't feel no. like there would be any either. No, there isn't. So like that's I why said, it didn't draw me in. There's mm. cool little bits where you see like you know, cool enemies and stuff like that. But it's it's nothing you won't see in the main story. Yeah. But like, there's not new enemies in the side missions. There isn't in the main story. So. Yeah. Um, well. I th- yeah. Either way, though, just to wrap up the campaign because we we want to talk about the multiplayer as well. Um, before, I'd, I'd before... say. Before oh, I get something, well, the glitches we can't skip over them. Oh, Sorry, yeah. but we have to be. You know, this is a good point. Yeah. We're not. We can't sugarcoat everything, can we? I, and I know. I think you guys. You guys had a couple of glitches, didn't you? But I certainly yeah, got, couldn't get back when in. I at first one point. played the game. Hard. Yeah. I mean, when it first came out, there was terrible problems with the campaign. Um, you got it on the Friday, didn't you? Because you had um, yeah, game pass I got it on the plus, first day, where it is. I imagine you know loads of people were downloading it. So maybe that was a an issue with the servers not but it, it's no excuse not because excuse. no I, they can't give that as an excuse because some of the things i saw it, do you know what though i knew straight away something was up as soon as i started the campaign you could just you could just tell you know the first couple of chapters things were happening enemy you know even enemies were kind of glitching a little bit i don't know if you guys saw the thing with ammo being in the air and stuff like that uh, like bullets, not bullets, but like you know, the clips off the guns would be stuck in the air and stuff. I've like seen that, that like, one. Something's going on here. This is yeah, right. I did see that one. And then I think about twenty minutes in was the first glitch where it went to a black screen. And but you can, you know, when you can hear the character running round, but it's a black yeah. screen. I was like, great. So I had to reset the Xbox, hard reset it. Went back in, had checkpoints not load and stuff like that. So I had to go about like half an hour at points. I, I think they fixed that now, but that was a bad problem when it first came out. Yeah, we, um, we got we didn't experience the checkpoint one to be honest. No, I don't know if you guys were mainly related yeah. to that one loading screen where loading we screen. progressed from yeah. one act well one chapter to another, and we got just stuck for a good half an hour trying to fix I, things. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you guys had this glitch as well. Uh, set piece is not loading because I had that a couple of times in the campaign where something was supposed to trigger and it didn't, and you're just going around for ten minutes going what's going on, thinking it's one of them parts where you have to find something. It actually isn't. It's a glitch. You we had that in the very yeah. first moment of the campaign, yeah. Yeah. literally the very first interaction. But apart from that, I think we we went through without a Pretty single glitch in that respect. Yeah, I they also did had actually um... put out a tweet which you you'll probably come on to this, but from the yeah. Coalition Studio, this was a couple of days after the early access went live. They said we've been gathering reports from some players, a missing collectibles and chapter progression, mm. including uh, the achievement progress that relates to those. They have a plan to target and resolve well, this, blah blah blah. And it's, well, was, it yeah. hasn't been deployed as of yet. And I was just about to sponsor it. So. Uh, it says for me I haven't completed the first two chapters <laughs> because it's glitched oh, no. clearly. Even though I know I did complete them, if you know what I mean. Like it's it doesn't it's not registered that I have, if that makes sense. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, that mm. kind of messed it up a bit. Well, currently people yeah. are having like 16 out of 25 collectibles in a chapter. Yeah, that they've actually I had that picked as well. up them all. So as of right now, at one point they can't fix like from a player's perspective, they can't go back and get them again 
they have to yeah. wait for the fix to be deployed. At one point, I was at the end of Act 1 and it said I had no collectibles, even though I knew I'd picked up at least 10. You just didn't like... find anything, man. It feels bad. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you're picking up cog tags and it's like, oh, that, and then you go on the main menu, it's like, oh, no, and it's like, well, clearly something's up now. <laughs> so, you know, I know we can say, oh, it's the first day, but I just don't think it's a good enough excuse. I really don't. You know, this is a this is a first party. Every Microsoft studio game. uses this excuse nowadays, though. But this, you know, especially this is a first party Microsoft game. They need to be getting this. This game has to be perfect. And I know no game's perfect, but server in the servers, it should be perfect. There's no excuse really for this. They How must many have times known do we talk about playing. this as well? How many times do we yeah, complain about enough. this? I'm sure most people do, gamers, because it's just frustrating. Every yeah, this time. is unfortunately a modern trend. Every yeah. game that comes out is broken in one yeah. way or another, some more so than others. But games can launch early. You can have the, the ultimate edition access and play on Friday instead of Tuesday. And what do you get? You don't get to be like, hey, I'm playing this first. You get, hey, I'm the guinea pig and I found all the glitches. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a bit sick of it, to be honest. I'm fed mm -hmm. up of the same thing happening. Big studios, small studios. Everyone does it. Whenever the, the, there is a release these days, you look forward to it. And some things might not even be that bad, but the fact that it just happens all the time, it, it, small issues yeah, can become annoying. big issues. And to, to have things like campaign progress being affected, I mean, collectibles, fine, you might have to go back and get them again, which is a bit obnoxious anyway. But to play the campaign to a certain point, to save it and then load back in and it hasn't saved... Come on, like that, well, that's ridiculous in this day and age. Yeah, one last quick point before we go on to multiplayer. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'll have to do now because for me to actually it, say I've completed the campaign, I'd have to do the first couple of chapters again, which is fine, whatever. It's not the end of the world, but I shouldn't have to do it. You know? No. Like, no that is frustrating. It's silly. So, Well, either way, we are frustrated by that, but overall, I think we all agree that we, well, I know, Sud, you haven't completed the campaign yet, but what you've played so far, we all yeah, agree enjoy that it. we enjoy it. Good story, solid yeah. story, better than four, so hmm. definitely uh, top marks there uh, from me anyway. Um, we'll move on to the multiplayer. We've played quite a bit of this, haven't we, guys? So yeah, uh, we got a good few hours in last night as well as a as a five team. Yeah, unbelievably, five. we've brought in the... for the first time in about ten years. Yeah, the Parry brothers, <laughs> Ted and Ted and Bob, Parry Ted brothers. and Bob, and uh, we did all right. We got off to a very rough start, but you know, yeah, we... the first game wasn't great, was it? Yeah, well, the only way was up from there. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so we've got to experience it quite a bit. And, uh, you know, we've played uh, Escape. That's one that we've played. I'd probably say mm. we've played the most, haven't we? Yeah, me and Perth played a couple of hours today as well. We, Yeah, you know, it's. I think that's the good thing about Gears. There's a lot of modes, isn't there? So you definitely mm. get your money's worth out of it. You really that's do. That's for sure. Do you, what do you guys make of Escape? Are you a fan of it? Yeah, I, do. I like it. Um, I think it might need some work. I mean, me and Bert were talking today. We've talked a lot, a little mm. off air about some of the things that maybe it needs work on. But overall, I like the idea. I think yeah. it's something that gears maybe you could say is needed. Some sort of mode like this, some sort of co-op mode. Um, you know, fighting against the AI. Because I don't think before this, obviously you had Horde, but there wasn't really anything else like this in a gears game. So uh, I do like it. Um, well, Horde is quite strenuous, isn't it? It's dragged yeah. out over a long yeah. time. Even if you're doing speedruns, it's not fast. Escape no. is sit down with a couple of friends, 10 to 15 minutes, yeah. get in, get on, get out, and, and you're done. Mm. Yeah. 
So it, it's definitely a change of pace. It, it does need work for sure. Definitely. It, it, without question. Definitely. I mean, there's three classes at the moment. Well, mm. Hive Busters, I think that's that's what they're going with. Yeah. And it's similar to Horde, really, if you haven't experienced it yet, each character is is a class basically and one of them relates to ammo buffs for your teammates and ammo regeneration one is a tank class that has a pop-up shield the other is a melee specialist so everyone's mm. got their own thing it's a it's a bit generic in that sense but you know hey what isn't um the abilities probably could have done a bit could they could have done a bit more with them yeah, in my I opinion agree, yeah. They they don't seem particularly great, but with things like this, I'm always hesitant to to come down on it too hard when it first launches because inevitably, a couple of weeks in, the the best spec loadouts have revealed. Everyone knows exactly what they should be doing. So, uh, I, I feel a little bit meh about it right now, but I'm gonna give it some time. I'm gonna see what the community come up with because they can develop their own maps now. Yeah, that's cool. And and that is a good feature. It it probably is a bit of a cop out from the coalition because they get to use the community maps as content. Yeah, but that's true. <laughs> it, it it's like you know it's 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 a good thing. But, but to be fair, I would say first, I bet the community come up with better maps than they would. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you let's know. let's face it. I mean, I know that the idea is that you're in the hive here. The maps that are out so far, they're all very similar looking. Mm. They all. I... They have different mazes and and different twists and turns in terms of how you get out, but a new skill they're would be all good. pretty much the same. What I yeah. would say is I've I've messed around a little bit with the creator tool. I did create one, um, and you can only create that generic thing. There is nothing else right now. You can only create that generic. Yeah. Look. So I'm hoping over time they improve on that because that I think they need to. They need to do yeah. different types of hives. Keep it feeling fresh. Yeah. It's a little bit boring, to be honest with you. When it's because we've done all four, haven't we, so far? Mm -hmm. Well, me and Perks have anyway, and they yeah. all feel the same. They're just different lengths, really. That that you know, the areas are pretty much the same. Um, so yeah, I think they definitely need work on that. Yeah, mm. they they do have one positive with it though, in that they do encourage you to play all the different ones with the different the, the cards that you can collect. Yeah. To, to end up buffing your characters as you go on just replaying the same one isn't going to be particularly beneficial to begin with but no. like we were talking about earlier said it's like it's going to come to a point where when you are maxed you will probably just run the fastest one and you'll ignore all of the rest so yeah, whatever the fastest in we'd already started doing that, we? is so yeah so when you reach a certain point and you're and you're maxed like other than progression you, you're never really going to need to run the alternative ones unless they start putting new things that tie in with them so i, I would maybe say get more xp for the longer ones a, or something like that yeah i think escape right now is is a beta for what yeah may make what it in can the future. be yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not I, I don't hate it i don't love it it's all right it breaks up the monotony of just doing horde and yeah, yeah it's okay i i like I, it to be yeah. honest i think it's um you know something different so i'm willing to give them a pass on you know a few things they need to work on and tweaks so i'm sure they can get that well, patched one thing uh me and perks definitely said they need to work on is that opening scene they need to as soon as you've seen it once that should be it because i takes... wish i could skip it yeah <laughs> yeah oh, it's, it's really horrible annoying. it's so loud rather, yeah it is. I mean, I might yeah, have been loud no, then on the mic as well, but it is a lot louder. You have to reduce louder. your TV volume yeah. a lot of the time. It's, it's a loud game in general, though, to be fair. Yeah, it I've is. I've noticed that. It is. But, but I must admit, I, you know, I'm happy to see what they do with it, and yeah. 
I, I'm, I, I enjoy it so far, but um, maybe a little bit more than you guys. However, what do you guys make of Horde? I know you were a big fan of it last year on Gears 4. Yeah. So what do you make of this one? We got to play it last night. I, I enjoyed it, yeah. to be honest. I mean, yeah, I did as well. I thought it was... Other than getting kicked halfway through because I had an yeah, update for Gears, good. apparently. So, yeah, thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Automatic update problems. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought yeah, it was on, quite enjoyable. Honestly, man, like, Horde is, is Horde. It hasn't mm. changed that much from Gears 4. They've tweaked a few of the things in terms of the characters and the classes. They've brought in a new perks menu for you to buy things that aren't just yeah. straight up out of the fabricator. Each character has their own unique set of four that they can spend energy towards. It's very much more of the same. If you played Gears 4 to any kind of complete state, you're going to be sick to death of it. And I, I don't think that the minor changes are going to make you feel too enthused to come back. It, it's okay. It's, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, they've added, they added like the forge to it, haven't they? Where you can sacrifice weapons for power and i can't remember what they were called now they've added the things that rise up out of the ground as well the power tops which uh i think if you leave them for a while they give you power but they don't seem as beneficial as you would think really i would say i'm not quite sure i don't know you've played it a bit more than me because i'm not quite sure they've got that balance right with those I like the idea because, yeah. for, for again, for anyone that didn't really do speedruns or or play Gears Four in a in a go hard or go home kind of way, by by the end it was pretty much just play on the hardest difficulty, get a bunch of turrets, spawn lock the enemies, don't move. So you would never need to do anything other than to just stand there and, and refill some turrets and bits and pieces. That that was it. So the power taps are clever because they make you move from one part of the map to another. Yeah. But I'll, I'll be honest, I did a run this morning with, with randoms. We weren't even on chat. And we, we defended one of the power taps, but I mean, we, we weren't going to succeed or fail any quicker either way because of the power taps. So hmm. I do wonder about their importance. And if you can just ignore them and still gain enough power, I mean, if your scout still does all the collecting, I, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I would be interested to see if if on the harder difficulties towards mm. the top end, it really pays to to maintain the taps or at least one of them. But um, it, it's a nice idea to try and get people from move from one spot to the next. Do you split up? Do you do like a three and a two, or do you all move to go with them? I, I like the idea. I'm just not sure how important it actually is to the success of the of the fifty waves. Yeah. I suppose we'll have to, we won't be able to find that out until we do higher difficulties. Because I guess on beginner, you're not really gonna, you're never gonna need them, are you? Probably in all likelihood. No, you so. can do that without even spending a single yeah. bit of energy. So, yeah. Mm. So. yeah. Well, uh, I must admit, I've only played. I didn't play it as much as you guys did last year. No. So I'm a little bit more fresh to it, and mm. I enjoyed what we played last night. I think it's a solid game mode. You can get enough hours out of that. Yeah. I think so. I think, you know, there will be people that only play Horde I mean, and stuff like that because people, there is people that just love it, but for me, it's not the game mode I would be playing the most anyway on the no. game, but it's a nice little extra. It is, it is. Um, anyway, we should talk about the last few parts of um, online multiplayer, obviously Team yeah. Deathmatch, and God, we played King of the Hill last night and that was just, that was brutal. Ranked King of the Hill, it's fair to say, so wow. it's going to be tough. 
Yeah. And it was. That was just carnage. Well, I suppose we should maybe start off with the, the new mode. They've added the arcade the arcade quick play. Actually, I'm not sure you two have played it much. Yeah, you're going to have to lead uh, on yeah. that one. I've purposely ignored that because it Although, doesn't appeal to me. Did we a, play that on the beta? Yeah, we did play in the beta, Luke, so you, you know what it I've is. I've got a little bit. You, yeah, you buy the weapons, it. don't you? As you so basically, it's a mode where each character has their own specific types of weapons when they start. So if you pick, for example, JD, this isn't 100% right, but he'll start with a you know a lancer and a talon pistol. If you start as Cage, you'll start with like an enforcer and a, a revolver, um, things like that. And obviously, as you progress through getting kills, say you get three kills, you'll knock points. And each character has their own unique thing. So like JD would have a sniper, and you know Kate would have a torpedo, things like that. So it's pretty cool. I kind of like it. It's it's an interesting way of changing it up a little bit from the usual sort of team deathmatch and warzone execution so i like it but i don't think it's a mode i can see being played competitively i think it is a a, you know i mean it's what it says an arcade mode basically it's not really the main mode most people will just default to team deathmatch king of the hill and escalation i would imagine in ranked um you've also got the classic quick play which is which is basically like a social match Uh, i think you two did you two play a little bit of classic social the social yeah, matches. That, that's yeah. what people are going to play if they're yeah, going that's what most quick people play. That, yeah. I think of what ninety-five percent of people will pick that over the arcade mode. I think yeah. that playlist might not be very well populated for too long. Yeah, the no, arcade I mode, agree. what we played on the Bay, it was you know good enough, but yeah, it was quite. Fun. It doesn't. It, it draws doesn't draws me in. Though, yeah, does it? it doesn't. As the ranked, I'd rather no. play uh, other game modes yeah. to be honest over it. But you know, if you want to change your pace, change of uh, style, then. It's worth yeah. trying out. But yeah, I think uh, the main modes that I guess we would play the most would be the ranked modes, just because they're more competitive and you actually feel like you're in a proper fight. You know, a lot of the time when you play quick play, it's kind of like a lot of the players, you know, they're either new players or the players that aren't really taking it too seriously. Mm. So, but in rank, you know, you have to be on your game. Yeah. Oh, God. Rank so... last night, we came up against two PC players and oh, they good. moved like the flash. And we won the game, though. <laughs> We won that game. We did win, actually. We did come yeah. back. You're right, but they were bloody hard to kill. Yeah, they were tough. Like I said, too quick. <laughs> but you know, we might mouse get it and done. keyboard plays. It's always rough. See, that's another thing. Like I haven't checked into this. That's something they need to sort out. There needs to be an option to turn that off. Now I'm going to imagine that hopefully is an option to turn crossplay off. But if there isn't, that is a big problem. I think in ranked, especially in ranked. Yeah, I didn't expect in ranked. I was shocked. I don't know about you, but it's when I first saw that two PC players in ranked, I was like, "What? What's this?" Yeah, I'm surprised it's in it by default. But like you, I'm, I would imagine yeah. that uh, perhaps with it being a, a obviously a first party Microsoft game, maybe there's not. But well, somebody, you crossed. know, if anyone knows, someone put a comment in the in the comments and tell us because I hope that we need is to get it off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> we need to get, get it off. off. I will say that I used the LFG for a short while this morning while I was playing yep. a few of the various game modes, and that that's the Xbox built-in LFG, by the way. And it's yep. a lot of people are are applying no PC to their posts. Ah, okay. Oh, really? So, yeah, people are, are, are clearly aware of this anyway. That's not just us saying that. A lot of the LFG posts this morning, anyway, had yep. looking for five for this or for whatever activity within the game, no PC, Xbox only. So, yeah, people are seemingly quite consensually not liking PC being there by default. Yeah. You should have an option, shouldn't you, really? I mean... 
Yeah, definitely. I, I actually I think it should be off by default if there yeah. is an option. Like, fair enough if you want to turn it on, but I don't think you should get chucked into rank Xbox versus PC players. No, no. And I know people will say Xbox added mouse and keyboard support, but eh, it's, mm. it, it's a bit not different. I don't think many people are going to be doing that. I've got to be honest with you. What's that going to be? Zero point one percent. There's not going to be many be people low. doing that on the Xbox. Yeah. I really don't think so. So, what we should talk about, though, about yeah. multiplayer is one of the, the massive glaring issues, which they hmm. surely would have seen if they even played 10 minutes before releasing the game, is oh, the flashbang grenade. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <sighs> wow. God, they are horrible. That needs yeah. nerfing. I mean, it really does. I, I, I mean, I remember even before you two had played, I'd played a few matches, and I, was, I, I immediately said to you two, that already, that, that flashbang grenade needs nerfing. It's ridiculous, and... It's I don't think isn't it? I don't think you perks quite realised, did you? Until you got right into how bad it actually was, but <laughs> I didn't realise until I started getting yeah. hit by it or hitting people with it myself. I, I, look, let, let's be very clear here: flashbang grenades exist on on all shooters effectively yeah. these days. There's nothing new. Flashbangs are annoying and frustrating, but this one, my god, like the area of effect level. and the time that it lasts. The time for me is the and the fact issue. that you you're just so incapacitated when mm-hmm. it hits you. It's like, did did they not play any game in the last five or six years that tried this and had to change it? it, it it's so annoying. Surely they're going to nerf it. It's they, I would hope they so. have to. Or like I was saying last night when we were playing as our five, if they're not going to nerf it, they they have to make it a pickup on the map. Yeah, they can't have five v five with five people spawning and running forward with a with a with a flashbang grenade. That is the most stupid thing. Yeah. And in King of the Hill, oh. kills and deaths are so prominent. So from the very beginning, you get five from your team and five from their team, basically just throwing flashbangs at each other to get the first hill. <laughs> Whoever loses it respawns. Gets their flashbangs out, flashes yep. the hill, and sprints towards it. it. It's so stupid. Just make it a pickup on the map. Make it exactly like the shot grenade is. It spawns, or like the frags, or the incendiaries. Just, just make it something like that. Don't, don't put it as a, as a loadout thing. For God's sake. Mm. Something they definitely need to work on. Yeah, they doubt. really do. And there's another weapon as well. Is it the malice? The is breaker that... mace. The breaker oh, the mace. mace. That's yeah, it. that's. Jeez. Wow, that is overpowered. Another Literally, weapon, last it? night we were playing, and me and Perks are hidden behind a wall, and there's a guy who's what? He's on an upper level behind a wall. Yeah, we're on and, a different platform. Yeah, and he killed us both with one swing. He just swung into the wall. Yeah. Like, shot wave from underneath or something. They need to, like, that's another the thing hell? they need to nerf. The only thing I'd say about that is, though, the only one saving grace of that is it's not on every map. So at least, no. whereas with the flashbang, it's on everyone's doing it on every map. No, the flashbang's worse, but yeah, but that needs yeah, definitely needs work. Definitely yeah. needs work. That shockwave's too powerful. But talking about the maps, what do you guys think about the maps? I, uh, I guess I'm, I'm mixed. I'm mixed. I'm fifty-fifty. I pr- I was gonna say I'm probably around fifty-fifty. Mm. Half I like, half I don't. <laughs> so yeah, I'd agree. I'd it agree. always takes some time, doesn't it? Once you get familiarity with the maps, then you mm. can pretty much make a, a better judgment on this. I'll say that first impressions are always quite frustrating because you get, mm. get hit from you get hit from areas that you don't expect. You're not completely True. familiar True. with the lines of sight and good flanking spots, things like that. So fresh off the bat, I'm gonna say that I think the maps are, are okay. 
Yeah. There wasn't a map that I particularly played that I thought, oh, I can't wait to play that one again. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're they're all right. I think Gears have done better maps, but yeah. I think in the in the next few weeks we play a little bit more. We'll we'll probably grow to I, love them a bit. I've got to say though, I was yeah. disappointed with how little there was. I felt like did you say there was there should have been a couple. Or... Six or seven at most. I don't know exactly, but there's definitely no more than seven, I don't think. Maybe right. eight, but there's not that I many. That's not a lot for me. I think there should have been at least ten, maybe even 12 maps at launch, because, you know, I understand they want people to get used to the maps, and, you know, especially in rank, they want it to be competitive and people getting used to the lines of sight, like Perk said, but I just think there needs to be more, just a bit more variety. You know, eight maps for me, seven, eight maps, however many it is, it's not enough at launch. You need at least 10 to 12, I think. And I know they're going to... Obviously, when the game's finished, there'll probably be 30, 40 maps, to be honest. But that's irrelevant. That's going to be in a year, two years' time. I, I, there needs to be more maps now for me. It's just not enough. And I think people will get a bit disinterested after a while. The same happens in all these types of games, doesn't it? Call of Duty, when they don't have maps for a long time, or yeah, I imagine first, even in Destiny, like, when that, people were sick of them maps, weren't they? After a mm. while. I, I said to you last night, I think in particular, I think they might follow a similar pattern to the one they did with Gears 4. Granted, yeah. it's, it's being done in a different way this time without the, the season pass or the annual pass or whatever it was called. You pretty much got two new maps a month. Yeah. And whilst they weren't always new maps, you'd get a War Machine back or, or Raven down, you know, whatever, from, from one of the old games, whether it be 1, 2, or 3. I, I think we'll see that again. So... After a month or so, we'll probably get a map that was in Gears Four. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. And, and that will come back, and eventually they'll they'll drop a new Gears Five map. But I think they will definitely stack their playlist with with some old or reimagined. I wouldn't maps have minded from, them from being the in from launch. To be honest with you, they could have easily had a couple. Like, maybe Give why didn't they just have gridlock. a gridlock and a canals? Even yeah. if they just had just gridlock and canals at the start as two extra maps, that brings the map list up to ten. Or round ten, and that would have been fine because it well, would have been a little more variety. Thinking about the old ones, give me Fuel Depot as well. That was a classic. <laughs> War Machine for me. Basically, oh, just give us Gears One maps. Yeah, give us Gears One. Don't make new maps. Just, <laughs> just give us, give us gears all Gears One maps. Yeah. yeah, every single, even Garden. I'll even take Garden at this point. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me that Hammer of Dawn map. But no, I know, I know what you're saying. The concerns and just they could they could become. Uh, too stale too quickly or stale too quickly um yeah i would I definitely prefer more variety but yeah. we haven't played them enough at this point to become stale so not yet but like like we spoke about i'm 50 50 yeah. on the maps some i like some i don't I, but then again i'm a close quarters kind of player shotgun so if it's open yeah. i'm gonna struggle <laughs> true yeah, I, I guess my finishing thoughts on the maps are just I'm I'm actually quite glad that they focused on the new maps, whether they're good or bad or somewhere in between. I I like the fact that we haven't just been stacked with all the old maps straight away because hey, it's a new game. I want to see the new maps. So yeah, if it takes a month for us to get some more, then so be it. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I think that pretty much ties up our Gears Five review quite nicely. But before we do go, I want to probably give it a final rating out of 10 from what we've played including everything campaign and multiplayer uh, i'll start with you perks what's your score out of 10 i will go for an eight which is quite high for me it is yeah more often than not i'll say four or five but Maybe yeah enjoying it, it. it's an eight for me the narrative's really strong the story's much improved and so are all the characters within it so really pleased with that 
Horde escape, I'll probably get bored off pretty quickly, but like I said, it's it's very much more of the same in, in terms of Horde in particular. Mm-hmm. And you know what to expect from the Gears PvP. It's it's always really strong. And yeah, I think our complaints are more small things that have felt like big things. Yeah. So once they have fixed the issues and made a few tweaks to the PvP in terms of the loadouts and the 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 breaker mace in particular, I I think I think an eight's a, a fair reflection of, of where I'm at right now. Fair enough. How about you, Sud? Well, even though, as you know, I haven't quite finished the campaign yet, I, I do think I would probably as an overall package give it an eight point five. Um I think that's a fair score for me. Even though obviously there is some issues, like we said, I think there's a, obviously the glitches and stuff are uh, bring it down a little bit, and certain aspects of some of the modes aren't perfect. But I think as an overall package, I don't think you can really argue with what they've given. And I think the you know you, the quality is there, isn't it? it the is. quality is there. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, and I think it could. It disappoints me a little bit to only give it an eight point five because I think it had the potential to be higher. I do think this could be a nine, nine point five if it had had more care and attention. Maybe if they make the tweaks, so you you will up that. It could go up to a nine possibly, but I just think you know, it's it's always one of them, isn't it? Tweaking review scores always a bit of an issue. So I think eight point five to me is a fair score for it right now. Well, as soon as you said that, I knew we agreed because mine's an eight point five too. Yeah. Um, I just I've really enjoyed it so far. I thought the campaign was really fun. The story was mm. great. I really have enjoyed multiplayer so far as well. So as an all-round package, I completely agree with you. So at eight point five for yep. me, um, re- really solid game, and I'd recommend trying out, especially with it being on Game Pass. Gotta say, one of the probably, arguably the probably second strongest game on the Xbox One exclusive-wise behind for me. Well, definitely behind Forza. The Forza Horizon oh, three right. and four. Well, but it's number that, one for me. Yeah, because it, I'm not a Forza guy. Yeah, but it'd be the best for me after that. So, I think yeah. Well, I think it's the best exclusive so far. Mm. I mean, it's not exactly a ringing endorsement. No, it's... <laughs> no, that is a good point. You know, the level of quality has been poor, but we know how high. I mean, the Forza Horizon games are way up there, way in front. If you're a racing fan, definitely. But Gears definitely the best of the rest for me. Yeah. This generation in terms of exclusives. Yeah. Well, we've. That's our Gears 5 review, and we gave it as due. It's a very good game. We do recommend that you uh, go out and try it, especially with it being on Game Pass. So, thanks for joining me as ever, guys. Where uh, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at David Tenspud. Lovely stuff. Perky. Likewise, and I'm at JG Perks. Cool, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at leld, L-E-L, 3Ds, add a 9 on the M for Instagram. You can also find Checkpoint Reach podcasts on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod. Links will be in the description below. Um, remember, if you're listening to this on YouTube, to subscribe, like, and comment as it will help the channel to grow. So, as I said before, thanks for joining me as ever, guys, and have a good week. We'll be back next week with another podcast, and uh, yeah. Talk again soon. Bye. See you guys. Bye.